evening by john clare read for LibriVox.org by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c the sun now sinks behind the wooded green and twittering spangles glow the leaves between so bright and dazzling on the eye it plays as if noon's heat had kindled to a blaze but soon it dims in red and heavier hues and shows wild fancy cheated in her views a mist like moisture rises from the ground and deeper blueness stains the distant round the eye each moment as it gazes o'er still loses objects which it marked before the woods at distance changing like to clouds and spire points coodling under evening shrouds till forms of things and hues of leaf and flower in deeper shadows as by magic power with light and all in scarce perceived decay put on mild evening's sober garb of gray now in the sleepy gloom that blackens round dies many a lulling hum of rural sound from cottage door farmyard and dusty lane where home the cart-house tolters with the swain or padded home where village boys resort bawling enraptured o'er their evening sport till night awakens superstition's dread and drives them prisoners to a restless bed thrice happy eve of days no more to me who ever thought such change belonged to thee when like to boys whom now thy gloom surrounds i chased the stag or played at fox and hounds or wandered down the lane with many a mate to play at seesaw on the pasture gate or on the threshold of some cottage sat to watch the flittings of the shrieking bat who seemly pleased to mock our treacherous view would even swoop and touch us as he flew and vainly still our hopes to entertain would stint his route and circle us again till wearied out with many a coaxing call which boyish superstition loves to bawl his shrill song shrieking he but took to flight and left us puzzled in short-sighted night those days have fled me as from them they steal and i felt losses they must shortly feel but sure such ends make every bosom sore to think of pleasures we must meet no more now from the pasture milking maidens come with each a swain to bear the burden home who often coax them on their pleasant way to suitle longer out in love's delay while on a mohill or a resting stile the simple rustics try their arts the while with gleeling smiles and hopes and fears between snatching a kiss to open what they mean and all the utmost that their tongues can do the honeyed words which nature learns to woo the wildflower sweets of language love and dear with warmest utterings meet each maiden's ear 
who as by magic smit she knows not why from the warm look that waits a wished reply droops fearful down in love's delightful swoon as slinks the bosom from the suns of noon while sighs half smothered from the throbbing breast and broken words sweet trembling o'er the rest and cheeks in blushes burning turned aside betray the plainer what she strives to hide the amorous swain sees through the feigned disguise discerns the fondness she at first denies and with all passions love and truth can move urges more strong the simpering maid to love more freely using toying ways to win tokens that echo from the soul within her soft hand nipping that with ardor burns and timid gentler presses its returns then stealing pins with innocent deceit to lose the kerchief from its envied seat then unawares her bonnet he'll untie her dark brown ringlets wiping gently by to steal a kiss in seemly feigned disguise as love yields kinder taken by surprise while nearly conquered she less disapproves and owns at last mid tears and sighs she loves with sweetest feelings that this world bestows now each to each their inmost souls disclose vow to be true and to be truly to end repeat their loves and vow it o'er again and pause at loss of language to proclaim those purest pleasures yet without a name and while in highest ecstasy of bliss the shepherd holds her yielding hand in his he turns to heaven to witness what he feels and silent shows what want of words conceals then ere the parting moments hustle nigh and night in deeper dye his curtain dips till next day's evening glads the anxious eye he swears his truth and seals it on her lips at even's hour the truce of toil tis sweet the sons of labor at their ease to meet on piled bench beside the cottage door made up of mud and stones and sodded ore where rustic taste at leisure trimly weaves the rose and straggling woodbine to the eaves and on the crowded spot that pales enclose the white and scarlet daisy rears in rows training the trailing peas in bunches neat perfuming evening with a luscious sweet and sunflowers planting for their gilded show that scale the windows lattice ere they blow then sweet to habitants within the sheds peep through the diamond pane their golden heads or at the shop where ploughs and harrows lie well known to every child that passes by from shining fragments littering on the floor and branded letter burnt upon the door where meddling boys the torment of the street in hard-burnt cinders 
ready weapons meet to pelt the martins neath the eaves at rest that off are wait to mourn a ruined nest or sparrows that delight their nest to leave in dust to flutter at the cool of eve for such like scenes the gossip leaves her home and sons of labor light their pipes and come to talk of wages whether high or low and mumble news that still as secrets go when heedless then to all the rest may say the beckoning lover nods the maid away and at a distance many an hour they seem in jealous whisperings or their pleasing theme while children round them teasing sports prolong to twirl the top or bounce the hoop along or shout across the street their one catch all or probe the housed bee from the cottage wall now at the parish cottage walled with dirt where all the cumber grounds of life resort from the low door that bows two props between some feeble tottering dame surveys the scene by them reminded of the long-lost day when she herself was young and went to play and turning to the painful scenes again the mournful changes she has met since then her aching heart the contrast moves so keen and sighs a wish that life had never been still vainly sinning while she strives to pray half smothered discontent pursues its way in whispering providence how blessed she'd been if life's last troubles she'd escaped unseen if er want sneaked for grudged support from pride she had but shared of childhood joys and died and as to talk some passing neighbors stand and shove their box within her tottering hand she turns from echoes of her younger years and nips the portion of her snuff with tears end of poem this recording is in the public domain